You're listening to the Reynolds Hotbox. 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 The Reynolds Hotbox. Hello, and welcome to the Reynolds Hotbox, a podcast for you and our students by students at the Reynolds School of Journalism. My name is Tristan Taylor, and my pronouns are they, them. And I'm joined today by my friend, Jacob Kostachowski. Hey, this is Jacob. So today we're going to be talking about horror movies that have come out this year in 2022 and how we kind of feel as if we're in a golden age of horror movies and dissect that a little bit and see what that means to us. Yeah, so the uh, movies we're going to talk about today are two horror films, both directed by Ty West, X and Pearl. Um, X came out earlier this year in March and then Pearl just came out, what, September? Uh, So they both came out kind of in crazy uh time gap between each other it's like six months apart yeah yeah that's kind of unheard of these days actually yeah so we kind of want to talk about like what makes those uh movies so interesting and kind of the the process of like how they produced two films within a year of each other yeah so the premise of the plot is a group of young actors and amateur filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas, and the elderly couple property that they're staying on don't entirely like know that this is happening. they're like keeping it a secret and but the elderly couple like kind of finds out and like catches them in the act, yeah, and it leads to. One of the the strangest kind of set of events in a horror movie that I've seen. Um, I don't want to necessarily spoil too much uh, because it, it is a good watch. Um, but you you get some good kills. Um, a lot of kind of odd like psychosexual tension within yeah, the movie. Weirdly enough. <laughs> um, but it it's a really uh, kind of interesting uh, love letter to seventies like slasher exploitation movies, um, which you can just tell by its setting. It's set in, I think, what, 74? So, yeah, it was actually based in 79, but it definitely is an homage to 74's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, which is, like you said, totally playing on that, like, 70s slasher film. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, and I think they did a very well job of it. There are like points where you're like, "Oh, that was a really raunchy death." I <laughs> yeah, there were some there were some like real uh, interesting ways that people went, um, and the I kind of liked how uh, instead of like, "Oh, this infallible like super strong slasher character," it's these like, hey, sorry, uh, the spoiler warning if you guys haven't seen it. I think you should watch it, um, but it's these. This the old couple that uh, and like it, they're extremely old, like seventies. Yeah, like 80s. they they make them look like decrepit. Like the the one dude is like he he has like almost glossed over eyes and like it's like missing a lot of his teeth, barely any hair left. Yeah, they they really kind of go out of their way to make them look like really gross. Um, and I think what's really interesting about um the character Pearl in that movie is that uh, Mia Goth, she plays two roles in the movie. Um, Her character, Maxine, is one of the uh, adult film stars, Um, but she also plays the old lady, Pearl, 
And so she's like crazy prosthetics on. Yeah, it took two hours for her to put that makeup on in order to film. Yeah, and I, I think that that in itself was a really cool idea, especially because they, they kind of had the idea to to make a prequel to the movie, Pearl, um, which is set in, um, I think it was 1918. It's during World War One. Yeah. Um, and it's... It she Mia Goth plays her, her character Pearl again, but it's a much younger version of her. We see kind of how she got to where she is an ex, which I think is so great that they decided to expand on Pearl's character specifically because, uh, like spoiler warning, she is the one who is kind of obsessed with the killing of the adult film stars, and her husband at one point is even like, "Oh, I like saved one for you, you know, so that you could like kill her instead of like me killing her." Yeah, she's definitely more interested in the killing than um, her husband is. It, it's it's kind of a uh, like a, a thing that kind of gets her brain going. Yeah, but like he's so loyal to oh, her yeah. to do that. <laughs> like me and who? <laughs> I kind of respect their bond. Like yeah. they. They they're they are ride or die. <laughs> That's a love to last a lifetime. But to like dive a bit deeper into it, uh, let's go ahead and watch the trailer for Pearl, so we can talk a bit more about their love story and how they got to this insane bond that they have. Please, Lord, make me the biggest star the world has ever known, so that I'll make it far, far away from this place. Now, caring for your family during these times is admirable. But you only get one take at this life. If only they would just die. Pardon? Now time for a quick break from one of our sponsors. Welcome. Hello. We are the Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Podcast. Client services. Special projects. Documentaries. We are a production center at, at the, the Reynolds, Reynolds School of, of Journalism. Journalism. The Reynolds Media Lab. Media Lab. Media Lab. Hello, and welcome back to the Reynolds Hotbox. My name is Tristan. I'm Jacob. And we just watched the Pearl trailer, and we're going to kind of talk about it now and what it looks like as a prequel uh, to X. Yeah, and I... I think the one of its biggest differences is probably the visual um, because the first one, uh, X is obviously a homage to 70s slashers, but this one kind of feels like a, like a Technicolor nightmare. Like it, it kind of yeah. is reco- no, recorded. Um, it's kind of filmed like a uh, like Wizard of Oz type movie and it kind of adds this like dreamlike quality to it. Very much so. Like, if I saw this movie in black and white, I would have believed that it's, like, an old-timey movie completely. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Um, And uh, one of – we mentioned it earlier. One of the more interesting things about this is, like, how it related to X and how it was even, like, conceived. And I think Tristan can talk to that a little bit more. Yeah, so it's the backstory of the old woman. And it starts out with uh, this young girl, Pearl, who's still living at home with, like, her mom and her dad. And um, he's, like, paralyzed due to the war. Like, he came back. And um, she wants to be famous that's like her biggest thing she's like i'm gonna be a star and she like sneaks out to the town to go watch movies of like these girls dancing 
and she is just obsessed with them, wants to be one of them, and her main goal in life is to be a star. But her mom doesn't want her to, like, go outside at all. She's like, you have to stay here, you have to take care of your family, this and that, and it's just not what Pearl wants. Yeah, and it craziness ensues. Um, it turns into a intense psychological horror um, where there are some crazy kills. Mia Goth gives one of the best performances of the year, in my opinion. Um, if she doesn't win an award for that, I'm going to be really upset. Dude, she, like, put her all into that role. Like, to be she, in two movies and, like, absolutely slay both of them. Yeah, and, like, the fact that they they wrote the script for Pearl in two weeks, like... Yeah, so they finished filming and editing on Friday for X, and... Then on Monday, they were like, well, let's write a second film since we're here in New Zealand and we have the location. Like, yeah. why not? Yeah. And it's just like it, it, it. the fact that they were able to do that so quickly and produce, in my opinion, a, a better movie. I, I, I liked X, but Pearl was just like something really, really interesting. Like, I, I felt like I hadn't really seen a movie like that before. Um, and I, it hits like every beat that it needs to and i i think from a script writing perspective it it's really interesting and i know tristan you've taken um the script writing class here before yeah i have and so a lot of the times we talk about how there needs to be like a plot point one plot mm -hmm. point two a rising action we hit the climax and then like the falling action and resolution yeah. uh so it's like that typical like storytelling but once you get past like those specific points you kind of have to ask yourself like why is my character doing this? What is their motivation? How do I take the mundane and turn it upside down on its head? Because that's truly what makes a good horror film in my idea. Oh, like, yeah, most definitely. Like, it's it's really about just, I, I think, trying to do something new and just, even with it being homages to something else, I still feel like it does new things that, make it unique in its own right. And I, I think that is just such a fantastic feat in uh, modern-day horror movies. Yeah, because, like, you take this young girl um, in the olden times, I guess, and she wants something better for herself. She wants a better life for herself. Uh, but the difference with Pearl is that there is something so deeply wrong with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and because of that, because she wants something so bad, she's willing to go to any lengths to get it. And I feel like we haven't seen that in a movie. Yeah, it takes like a a story that everyone knows. Like you said, it's like the the girl in a in a small town that wants wants to be more, but just turns it completely on its head and makes it like just purely horrifying. Like extremely, and uh, we see like her become with like obsessed with murder yeah. almost, and like it starts out with small animals, yeah. and then. It kind of leads to like some weirder, freakier stuff, and then all of a sudden, it's like spoiler alert: a guy she likes. Yeah, and but he doesn't like her. Back. No, he <laughs> he, uh, in fact, is terrified of her, um, as he should be. Yeah, because uh, she she's she's a bit unhinged, but you know that's why we love her. She's fun. She's quirky. Yeah, she's <laughs> a brand new girl. I love her honestly. And one of my favorite parts of the movie, which I cannot believe that they got away with, is a nine-minute monologue. Yeah, that was and, – <laughs> and also, like, it – if I remember correctly, like, doesn't really even break, like, shot-wise from her. It's just no. a full, like, long shot of her. 
and, and she keeps you going. She keeps you on your toes. You have no idea what this girl is going to say next at all. Yeah, it's it's it was just a great film viewing experience. And if you haven't watched it yet and you're still listening to this, I suggest you get tickets to it while it's still in theaters because it's probably coming out of theaters fairly soon. Um, God, I hope not. God, it was... I, I would go see it again. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> and you can even watch it as its own standalone movie. I think that's also a really great part about both of these movies. Although Pearl is a prequel to X, they can both be like standalone completely. Mm. Um, I think one of the best parts that it like ties into and makes sure that you know that they're connected is at the very end, her husband uh, returns from war and he finds all of these insane things that she does and he continues to stick by her side we see an ex for decades after that um so really it is the love of a lifetime is <laughs> very loyal but yeah thank you so much for listening to the reynolds hot box a podcast for students by students at the reynolds school of journalism once again my name is tristan and i'm jacob you can find more about uh, the Reynolds Hotbox or the Reynolds Sandbox on all platforms at the Reynolds Sandbox. So, Jacob, how was your time on the Reynolds Hotbox today? It was great. You know, it's always a good time to sit in here with a friend and, you know, talk about movies and horror and horror movies, you know. Uh, it, it was great. I'd definitely come on again. Heck yeah, then I guess I'll see you next time. Yeah, I'll see you next time.